Welcome to Three Tales Max, the chronicles of my life. And I'm putting this together for really my family. The reason I call this Three Tales Max is if you hear more than three of these tales at one time, I guarantee you you're going to say, that guy's lying, that cannot possibly be true. Well, this is the truth as I remember it. An autobiography, a recap of my life, the chronicles of Three Tales Max. Well, this is going to conclude my conference season set of podcasts. One last final one, because conference season is just about over for me. I need to recap just a little bit of stuff. It's uh, <laughs> it's tough, you know. It's, I, one of the things I do want to tell you is uh, I am not an alcoholic in an airplane. If that seems what it is, it's not. You know, I just have things I can do after hours. I can't do them while I'm on stage or while I'm speaking or while I'm, you know, meeting my duties of of the actual conference I'm for, therefore. So we go to this large city. Like I said, I'm not an alcoholic in a plane, but you know, I I fly in, I get off the plane, I go to the the hotel or the conference center or whatever the site might be that I'm going to to uh, attend the conference. And yeah, I do my thing. And after the conference is over in, in my industry, it's, it's very, very typical that uh, we spend time together, that, that, well, we being the people who were performing on stage, you know, the talent, if that's what you want to call us. I don't know what to say, the speakers, okay? We usually get together with the sponsoring people and, you know, we'll have a cocktail hour, go to dinner, and come back. And it's a night. Okay, now that could be conferences over at usually between four and six. Cocktail hour runs till seven or so. We we go out for dinner, back to the hotel by you know midnight, one o'clock, or wherever we're staying. So now that's my time. Okay, from from that time forward, I get to do whatever I want to do. So this one glorious conference, a group of us decide. We're going to go on a bar tour. Uh, imagine that. We've been drinking since 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But we're going to go on a, a bar tour. And just so happens, it's my turn in the barrel to be designated driver. So I have to, you know, herd the cats to a car. It's a rental car. It's a mid-size car. Okay, now a mid-size car today is a whole lot than a midside, whole lot different than a midside car in past times. It's pretty small. I'm no small person, as I've said many times. But there's six of us, and we're all men. We're all sweaty. We're all drunk, and we're gonna pile in this four-door car. Um, it's tight. It's tight. But anyways, so you know, I'm driving, and the person in the passenger side front, not in the middle front, well, he knows the city. Right, so we're going to go on this bar tour. So we go to a bar row or bar alley or whatever you want to call it. It's a strip of an area in this city where there's nothing but bars on both sides of the street. So he's like, all right, we're going to park at this one end and we're going to go down to the other end. We're all done. We'll, you know, we'll walk back and get a cab back to our car. Great plan. Six drunk guys from a conference going drinking. Yeah, put that, you have to put that image in your head now. Let me just say that along our journey, someone got 
to the point where I had to rescue them. Every one of us, all six of us, not me, all five of them, I was a designated driver. Now, designated driver means I drive to and from sober. Okay, that's what I thought it meant. But, you know, when it gets this bad, you also have to be like dad, mom, the overseer, the reasonable person within the group. Every one of them are drunk, right? And, and that's a good thing. We're celebrating. We're blowing off steam, okay? So, let me, like this one guy, for example. Women are attracted to him. This is like the oddest thing I've ever seen. You can go anywhere, anywhere, anytime where there's a group of people, and some woman or several women will come up to him. Now, he's not like movie star beautiful. He's not, uh, you know, Mr. Athlete. He's just a normal guy. Of course, I call myself a normal guy, and women don't come trying to ask me out or take me on a date or other things that could happen, as you would well know. This guy has like this, you know, he's just got this aura about him. He draws women in. But the women that he actually draw in, they're, you know, they're not like high society women all the time. There can be some, uh, you know, different kind of women. Let's just put it that way. Look, I love all women, and so does he. Uh, <laughs> but it gets, well, for example, what I'm talking about, what I'm alluding to here. We're in this bar, and we're sitting there, and we're drinking. You know, there's six of us, you know. It was actually kind of earlier in the night, so they weren't falling down drunk yet. You know, this guy walks by the table, and, you know, some, some patron of the bar walks by the table. And all of a sudden, there's this lady. Not a lady, a girl. She walks up to the table, and she starts talking to my buddy. Hey, da-da-da-da-da-da, what's going on? How you doing? You know, so forth and so on. What do you say? You want to you want to go and have a drink? You know, what do you say? We go to another bar, and the guy says, "Well, who was that that just went in the bathroom? Aren't you with him?" And he's like, "She's like, well, that's my boyfriend, and he's a nice guy and everything, but I think you and I should do something." I'm sitting there. Well, what's going on here? All right, we're going to get into a bar fight. Over a woman who comes to a, one of my buddies and asks him out while her boyfriend is in the bathroom? There, there's nothing that ends well here. So, you know, the responsible Max, I round up the group and get him out of there, leaving the lady in the bar with her boyfriend. And we got out of there before the boyfriend come back from the bathroom. Okay. Is that weird? No, it's weird to me because that stuff doesn't happen to me. So the group's going down to the next bar, and sure enough, when guys are drinking, you know, they have to urinate. So this, this one guy's like, oh, man, i got to go to the bathroom. i got to go to the bathroom. And all the bars had a line to get in. It was like, wasn't like you could just walk in any bar you wanted to. You had to stand in line for a while. So we're standing there in line. I get in this next bar, and, and he's like, i got to go. i got to go. got to go now. And he's like, oh, look, I'm going to go over there. I'm like, dude, you can't go over there. He says, why? It's a piece of joint. It's like, you can't go over there. All right? Yes, it's a piece of joint, but it's delivery only. There's, it says no outside walk-in customers, whatever. You know, stay away. I, I don't know what the sign said these days, but basically, drunks don't come in here and try to use the bathroom. Well, it didn't stop him. Cross it. You know, uh, you know I'm not looking at him. Look, I'm not like, you know, a parole officer or anything or, uh, you know, 
transponder on your ankle, something like that. That's not me. I'm not watching everybody all every minute of, of the entire bar tour. Boom. I see him over there in these big glass windows inside the takeout only pizza shop. And I have no idea what he's saying. All I know is I walk across the street, you know, draw him. Here we go. I got to sweet talk him out of this pizza joint. And he's drunk. So I go in. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, da, 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 da. He's, he's been drinking about, you know, it's like nice enough to let him go to the bathroom so he doesn't urinate all over himself. We get out of there. No issues. People are generally nice. You know, they're, they're, they're generally nice to you. Um, as long as you're treating them nicely and uh, you know when you're drunk sometimes that doesn't always happen well oh my other buddy clay so we're in this next bar again i don't know how many bars down the road but you know everybody's we're uh we're up there we're 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 on it you know so (laughs) clay's we're in this bar and it's it's trivia night (laughs) The, the, the group is out of control drinking all right it must be i don't 2 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning. We're getting close to last call in this city. Uh, there is a limit on how long you can drink in this in this state. So Clay's playing his trivia game. And he's screaming out answers. The top of his lung. Now, luckily, the bar was, was busy and there's lots of noise. But he's just screaming out answers, you know. It's like, what are you doing? You know, I was right. I was right. I was before those people. Uh, for example, I, the one question I remember is like, the trivia was, you know, What's the capital of Ohio? Clay says Argentina. And now he's like really mad, you know? He's pounding the table. What do you mean I called Argentina before these guys? He's like, Clay, sit down. It's it's the wrong answer. Okay? And he's like, but they won't they won't ever acknowledge me even if I ever that I'd ever answer. It's like, Clay, we're not playing the game. We don't have uh, you know anything in front of us to play the game. It's an electronic version of the game. We have to pay for it. The winner's going to win money, win a prize, remember? Well, you have to pay to get in. We haven't done that. Well, then I just set them off. Oh, wow. So now the announcer of this trivia game kind of sees that we're, you know, middle off to the one side, uh, middle of the room off to one side. And he's like, he says over the, over the loudspeaker, whoever said the capital of Ohio was Argentina, please leave the bar now. It's like, well... There's my cue. Let's get out of here while the getting's good. I mean, when the announcer's telling you it's time to leave, I think it's time to leave not only the bar, but it's time to get home. Okay, so we, and I'm not going to let them take a cab. There's six of us. That means we probably would have to have two cabs. I'm not putting this group in a cab as loaded as they are. Besides that, the walk on a chilly, you know, fall evening will do them a world of wonder for sobering up we get back to the car everybody loads in so and and like i said the person that knows the city the best is clay and he's you know his head's bobbing he's ready to puke he is about to go out and i don't know how to get back the days of gps signaling was not in not with us yet Right, so I didn't have like you know any way of getting back on a, on a GPS. I didn't have a map. You know, I was going to have to do this from memory, which is okay, but not great in the city, right? Especially this late in the night. I don't want to be like you know making wrong turns and doing the wrong thing. Uh, but we start back. 
And you know, Clay's sober enough. So, oh yeah, turn left here. This is a shortcut. Okay, so I turn left. We're going down. There. All of a sudden, I see headlights coming at me. It's a two-lane road, and headlights are in both lanes. I realize Clay has put me down a one-way street. Uh, okay, wow, this is not good. I'm, you know, I'm the designated driver. I'm supposed to be sober enough to realize this. I wasn't. I finally, I get, you know, I get off the road. We're all safe, and and we're off and. We're not on this, like, major highway anymore. We're kind of outside the city trying to get back to this hotel we're at. As you would suspect, everybody in the car is time to go to the bathroom. I have to urinate. Like, what the world? I know this is just, there's there's no way this ends good. Two, three o'clock in the morning, five guys trying to get into a bathroom. So we find this, like, little bodega-type place, and we pull in there. And as soon as I stop the car, like, I'm not really in the parking stall yet. Three of the four doors of the car open, and everybody starts to crawl out of this car. The last guy out falls face first into the parking lot, laying there spread eagle, not moving. Everybody else is running in to go to the bathroom. They just left him there. I'm like, what? What? Wait a minute, it's your buddy. You know what are you gonna do? You can't just leave him here. He's like bleeding and stuff. So I get out, you know, and I get him up. How you doing? I get him back in the car or back in the shape to walk into the, the bodega and I go back in there and as I'm walking in there I look over and at the side of the bodega it's kind of dark out there's no lights and I look in there and there's a police officer in a, in a marked car I'm like oh geez this is not going to end well it is not going to end well but it does you know this I, I calmly take take this gentleman into the to the bodega you know it's a, a once one one person at a time, they got the, you know, the, the board or piece of pipe or whatever it was with a chain on it, with a key on it. It's like one person at a time. There was only room for one person to urinate at a time in the bathroom anyways. So I'm like, I'm not going in there because this crowd's going to, you know, they're just going to scatter if I leave them alone. And there's a police officer out there. The last thing I need to do is have somebody arrested because then they won't be able to be at the conference tomorrow morning on stage. And I can't fill in for everybody. I, you know, it's like, it's like before we leave the bodega, it's like, look, everybody, you have to calm down. Just, just be cool, right? And stop acting like you're drunk, okay? This is, this is not a good thing. Pull it together, guys. So, you know, we walk out and get everybody in the car. You know, it's like loading my kids in the car. You know, come on, get in. So, you know, Billy slide over, you know, Susie can't get in, you know, don't be touching, you know, Sally, you know, all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> so... As I'm loading people in the car, here comes this police car. And he's slowly coming across the park. It's only like five car lengths from where I'm parked. Pulls up, looks at me, and he's like, Are you have you been drinking? And I'm like, No, I haven't been, officer. I'm I'm the designated driver. I'm trying to get these guys back together and, and get them back to the hotel. I said, We're with the conference down the road. And he's Oh, you're with that conference? Yeah, I'm I've heard of it. I got him in the car. I'm getting him in the car. Our officer's like, look, just, just get to the hotel. You know, don't, don't, don't take these guys out anymore. Just get back safe. And I did, you know, again, people are pretty nice overall. As long as you're treating them well and you're, you're you know, doing the right thing. Most people, including the police officers who are actually there to help us. Remember, okay. Police officers are to help you, not to hinder you. My after hours conference scenarios once again i'm in another big city large city um we went through the whole deal you know the cocktail hour the and 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 the the food time comes it's time to go out well there were a 
there were many, many, many of us at this at this conference. And one of the organizers of the conference is like, and he, I knew him, or he knew us, I should say, that our group came from a specific area. And they're like, he's like, guys, would you be offended? He's like, you know, I'm taking these people out. We don't have enough vehicles to really take everybody. The, the restaurant's got, it's a really tiny restaurant. Would you be offended if I ask you to, to uh, you know, have dinner on your on your own? And they're like, I'll pay for it. He's like, I'll pay for it. Just bring me the receipt, you know, that kind of stuff. And we're, that's fine with us because we get earlier night started you know, than usual, because we can go to the restaurant and pick up from there. We don't have to worry about getting back and being polite and all that kind of stuff to our organizers. Not that I'm an impolite person or any of us are impolite. It's just, you know, it's common courtesy, right? So, you know, we, we call a cab, call a couple of cabs, and we go to this local steakhouse down the road. And this local steakhouse is, whew, it is really, really upscale, I mean, I'm glad that I had a suit and tie on when I went into this place. Uh, everybody had a suit and tie on. Let's just say this way, you know, as we were seated, for every two people, we had one attendant, you know, for, you know, you would get up to go to the bathroom, they would they would take your napkin and refold it and put it on the table, you know, and bring you water, they'd be standing there with them. They actually had a water pitcher with them at all times. They'd, they'd keep filling your water. I mean, this is, this is a really upscale place, you know, the kind of place you go into and there's 14 forks, right? Well, that was this kind of place. Now, I'm not the designated driver. Matter of fact, I was too drunk to order when I walked in this place. So now it's my buddy's turn to take care of me. This is not on the heels of the prior bar tour. There, there were years in between these things. But I am so drunk, I can't order off the menu. The attendant with water, he's standing there looking at me, you know, and yeah, he kind of gets it, you know. It's like, ah, oh, this is a, nothing more than a redneck, and he's in this really fancy place, and he can't hold his booze. Well, just because I can't hold what booze I had didn't keep me from keep ordering more and more and more because I'm not paying the bill, and I'm drinking top-shelf whiskey, right? That's just me. Somebody else pays, and they don't care what the cost is, boom, I'm on the top shelf going at it. You know, four or five whiskeys in before the food comes. And when I look down... The only thing that's on my plate is a steak. That's it. Nothing else. There's no salad. There's no rolls. There's no steak sauce. There's no vegetable. And I'm looking at all my buddies like they have all these accoutrements, right? Holy moly. Why is it, you know, so I start to make like, I wouldn't say a scene. Again, I was pretty drunk. I don't remember exactly how it goes. I kept asking the, 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 the attendant with the water. It's like, where's my food? Where's my food? And my people, my buddies are going, calm down, Max. Calm down. It's all good. Just eat your steak. Just, you know, we're all good. That's all you ordered. Like, you didn't order anything else. And I'm like, well, calm down. What do you mean calm down? For some reason, I got it in my head that the entire restaurant staff and manager, maitre d', owner, I don't know who all was there. It's a fairly small place. Probably the owner was there. So I keep screaming at the top of my lungs. Oh man, they love me in here. What do you mean, calm down? Give me another whiskey. You know, pretty soon the attendant who's been standing behind the two of us comes up and, and whispers. And my buddy Clay was sitting beside me, and and uh, he was he was for both Clay and myself. He's like, dude, man, you need to calm down. He says you might want to stop drinking. He's like, you're drinking way too much whiskey. You're gonna get thrown out of this place. He says, like, stop making a scene. Now, this is the attendant. This is my redneck buddy, okay, that, that you know, a, a brother from another mother trying to help me out. He's not with our group, but he's he realizes who I am and what I am and what I'm doing. Okay, so 
naturally, I would have none of it. So I'm still, oh, they love me in here. What are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, they love you in here. They love you so much. They're going to ask you to leave. And all of a sudden I look up he's, and he's, he's pointing to them. Here they come. He said, don't hit them. I'm like, why would I hit somebody? I'm a lover. You know, I don't want to fight. They come up to him. He's like, sir, we, we'd like you to go out to the restaurant, leave the restaurant, whatever. I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. So let me let me take my drink. Like, no, you can't take your drink with you. I had the attendant, the waiter, and I, the other person. I don't I don't remember that it was a maitre d. It might have been an owner or somebody else. Maybe it was a bouncer. I don't know if the place had a bouncer or not. But it was just three of us. So they, I stand up. I turn around. I start to walk. I about half fall down. So I put my arms around two of the people. Um, one was a, one was a lady. One was a guy. And I'm I'm going through this restaurant. And People are looking at me. And I'm going, oh, they love me in here. They love me in here. And my buddies are back at the table going, you know, what do we do now? You know, Max is going to the street. And we're not quite done. And like any good friends, like, oh, he'll be okay. Let's finish our meal. Well, whatever. They came outside. I probably was still saying, they love me in there. Cause I was too drunk to realize how much problems I caused them, myself, the restaurant. Anyways, sometimes they just don't go together. That's all for now, folks. This is Three Tails Max signing off. It's not my...